It's Father's Day. And I uh, have to announce that after 37, 38 years of doing this, there's really nothing new to preach. <laughs> I'm confined to preach from this same book. <laughs> but there is a word from the Lord today, Jeremiah chapter 18. Familiar text, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Arise, go down to the potter's house. There I will cause thee to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheels. The vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemed good to the potter to make it. I want for a few minutes just to talk to the fathers today and everybody in the sound of my voice. I want to talk from this subject, still on the wheel. Still on the wheel. The truth of the matter, my brothers and my sisters, and especially to every father in the house, none of us are where we want to be. None of us have done as good of a job as we'd like to think we've done as fathers. But most of that, brothers and sisters, most of that has to do with the fact that God is not through with us yet. That he's still molding us, making us after his will. Of all of the blessings, of all of the blessings that God has bestowed on me. And Lord knows there have been many. He's been good to me. But none of the blessings, none of the blessings that he has bestowed upon me surpasses the opportunity to serve him in the capacity of a father. I love being a father. I, I love the sound of it. I, I have loved every bit of this journey of fatherhood. Just the thought, just the thought that the Heavenly Father would entrust me with the opportunity to serve others to a degree in the same capacity that he serves me. He is my father. And he's given me, little old me, the opportunity to serve somebody else as father. That God, that God, it, it, it just moves me that God would entrust me with stewardship over some of his prized possessions. 
And every, every father, every father, every father in the house, every father everywhere, where you need to understand that relationship. They call you daddy. They call, you call them my children. But the truth is, they don't belong to you. God has merely entrusted you with them. He's merely given you stewardship over his property. Now, here, here's the kicker right here. Every one of them are different. <laughs> Every one of them are, are, are different. And, and then, as if that ain't bad enough, they don't come with instructions. How, how much different, Reverend Evans, how much different would fatherhood be if at birth you were given a manual? And that manual said to you, this is how you got to handle this one. This is what you got to do for that one. Are y'all hearing me? Wouldn't it be wonderful if when they were born, when they came into the world, they came with a, a list of instructions that says, now, now this one is extremely sensitive. What if you had an instruction that, yeah, yeah, when the child was born, they came home with the child that says, now this one got its own mind, and, and you got to watch it very closely. What if they had instructions? What if there was an instruction that came with an instruction that let you know ahead of time, now this one got a strong will and you got to break them early. <laughs> well, what, 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 if, what if one, what if you had an instruction ahead of time that this one right here is going to need a whole lot of attention? But they don't come with instruction. They don't come with any of that. No, they're laid to your charge and you got to figure it out. <laughs> you have to take your own time and figure it out. What, and, and, and that's a problem, brother. You do trying to figure out. You, it's amazing to me. You can have 12 of them. And no one of them will be like, isn't it amazing? Eat the same food hear the same teaching. Are y'all hearing me? Get the same beat down. But every one of them are totally different. And you are the one that God has chosen to figure it out. And we sit here acting like that's easy, but you ain't figured your wife out yet. You still, you still trying to do that. In the midst, say amen if you can. You still trying to figure her out and and now you got all these other folk to try to, are y'all hearing me? <laughs> many, many have written books on how to raise children. And brothers and sisters, be careful. All, all books got, got some good in them. All books got some good information, but in many cases, we have found out of late that, that, that some of these books that have been written about raising children, the author didn't have good sense. <laughs> Dr. Spock, Dr. Zeus, they, 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 they ruined a whole couple of generations. Doc, Dr. Spock and Dr., Dr. Zeus, they, they messed up a whole couple of generations of children. 
children talking about what I don't like. What I ain't going to eat. I don't like green eggs and ham. I don't like them Sam I am. I will not eat. Are y'all hearing me? <laughs> Dr. Zeus never met my mom and daddy. <laughs> he never met Mandy Couch. He never met Todd. He never met them. Man. Let me just share with Dr. Zeus. Yeah, in the grave, wherever he is, if my mama had slaved over a hot stove cooking green eggs and ham, when she put it on the table, now you, you didn't have to like it, but I guarantee you, you will eat eggs, green eggs and ham. And then the beauty of it, daddy was sitting at the table to back her up. see on television you see all these wonderful dads and that's that's what throws us off we look at television we see all these wonderful dads and they seem to have everything down packed they you see the wonderful program the dad got it going on but then the show goes off and the lights go off and they leave the stage and you begin to realize when you read the newspapers and you read the things out that's coming out that, that all of it was just an act. And in real life, they are searching for answers just like you are searching for answers. Back, back in the 60s, and a few of y'all can relate, back in the 60s, we used to sit around the television and, and, and everybody, yeah, everybody sat around the same one TV. If you wanted to watch it, you sat with everybody else. And, and you watched it, you enjoyed it, because first of all, you weren't going to watch it long. Because <laughs> that thing used up, <laughs> now y'all call it electric, electricity, they used to call it juice. <laughs> that thing used up juice. So, so everybody was going to watch TV, had to sit and watch it at the same time. You didn't go to your room, because first of all, you didn't have nothing up there to watch. But everybody sit there and watch TV at the same time. And I, I remember this story we used to watch. It, the story was called Father Knows. How old are y'all? Father Knows Best. We would sit there around, huddle around television watching Father Knows Best. And, and some, kind, some kind of way, I, I always noticed, never could figure it out time. But why, whenever that came on, Daddy would go on out on the porch. Sit outdoors on the porch while we watch Father Knows Best. And in, that, in that picture, in that particular episode, when, when, when those episodes, whenever a situation came up, the father in the house who was the star of the show, he always had a solution. He always had the right answers. And we would sit around there and watch that. Daddy would sit out there on the porch. And now I understand. Why daddy didn't want to watch that. <laughs> Understand why daddy would go out and sit on the porch. And, and yeah, yeah, because daddy realized that ain't nobody got all the answers. Are y'all hearing me? 
I understand now that daddy, daddy wasn't interested in anybody who, who had the right answer every time. He was a realist and he knew that there's no way with all of the children everywhere and no matter what comes up, you got the answer every time. It just ain't real. If you start comparing, my brothers and sisters, daddy, if you start comparing what you do to what somebody else is doing, you will always feel inadequate. I just tried to help somebody right there. I say if you compare what you are doing to what everybody else is doing, you will always feel inadequate. The only true guide that we have is the example and instruction that is set forth by the Heavenly Father. The only guide, the only, the only, the only pattern that we have is that that's set forth by the Heavenly Father. And if you want to know how to do it, you got to keep your eye on him. Here is what you learn if you watch him. All he wants for us to do, here it is right here. I want you to love them like I love you. I want you to correct them like I correct you. I want you to instruct them like I instruct you. I want you to forgive them. Y'all hear me, Daddy? I want you to forgive them like I forgive you. I need you to show them compassion just like I show you compassion. I need you to learn how to have mercy on them. Just like I have mercy on you. I need you to protect them. Just like I have protected you. Now that's why my brothers and sisters. That's why being successful as a father. Requires that you have a relationship with the heavenly father. There's no way in the world you're going to keep your mind. And keep your sanity. And do this without a relationship. With the heavenly father. But, but, but we still. We still get frustrated. We still feel like we fail in so many areas. We, we, we know that we've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Truth of the matter is many, many fathers have walked away from their responsibility. And many sitting up in here right now on the verge of giving up. On true fatherhood because, uh, yes, it, it's wearisome. You're still trying to figure it out. But I believe, brothers and brothers, that, yeah, that, that God has a word. There's a word from Jeremiah to every daddy in this house. A word that he has for every daddy up in here is stay on the wheel. That's it in a nutshell right there. Stay on. Don't walk out. Stay on the wheel. I know sometimes uh, you really don't understand what's going on, but stay on the wheel. God is not through with you. God is not through with you yet. Here in this text, Jeremiah has been charged, just like every dad in the house, Jeremiah has been charged to take care of people who didn't belong to him. Are y'all hearing me? He was given charge of people that did not belong to him. It seemed, Jeremiah would tell you, that the harder I try, the worse they get. 
The more I try to tell them, it seems I tell them to go this way and they go that way. And it seemed like they would not do anything that, that, yeah, that, 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 that Jeremiah was trying to get them to do to the extent that Jeremiah was getting ready to quit. Are y'all hearing me? You seen daddies just quit? That, that's, pro- that's part of the problem we got in our communities. Daddies that just got tired and quit. And Jeremiah, you see, you got an example right here. Jeremiah just got tired of keep telling you the same thing. Hard-headed, I'm quitting, but somehow there was something on the inside. Are y'all hearing me? This is the way Jeremiah said it. Jeremiah said it. It's just like fire. Shut up in my bones. I, I just can't give it up. And every daddy up in here, there ought to be something about fatherhood that is just like fire. Shut up in your bones. Y'all hear me? It ought to be just like fire. You can't quit to save your life. But God sent him. Saw him getting discouraged. Sent him over to the potter's house and he got over to the potter's house and, and he learned lessons that I believe will help every daddy up in here today. I believe that this will help you today. Jeremiah went to the potter's house and this is what he learned. First he First thing that he observes, first thing he sees is clay. First thing he sees is clay. And, 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 and the clay that he sees, I'm about to drop something on you. The clay that he sees, although it was in the potter's, the potter's hand, it was not a finished product. Y'all hear me? It was in the potter's hand, but it was not a finished product. In other words, let me say it another way. God was not through with it. The potter wasn't through, and, and I need to say to every man up in here right now, God is not through with you. Yeah, don't don't you don't you fall out? Don't you don't you throw your hands up and say you can't do it? God is still working on you. God is not through with you. Yeah, that's why that's why you don't have all the answers. God is not through with you yet. That's why sometimes in spite of your best effort, you still get it wrong. Why? God is not through with you yet. Now, now, I'm I'm about to do something, and I did it this morning. That was the first time I've done it in 37 years. Reverend Washington, I've never done a three-point sermon. None of y'all in this church, you ever heard me get up and say, I got three points. (laughs) I've struggled for 37 years to get one point out. (laughs) And I figure if I can get one point out, good, I'm doing good. But today I got three points. I I got three points. First point, yield to the potter. Second point, stay with the potter. And then the third point, let me find it. Please the potter. I'm going to say that and I'm going to sit down. First point, first point. Every father, if you're going to be a father, must learn to yield to the potter. There's a song that says, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter and I am clay. Yield to the potter. Look at verse 3. It says that the potter wrought a work on the wheel. 
That word wrought means that he's still working with it. Y'all hearing me? That word wrought means that he is not through with it. It means uh, that he, he's still working. Let me say it another way. The, yeah, he's still working on the clay. I want to make it plain. I want to make it plain. That means that he wasn't through with the clay. He was still working it. Are y'all hearing me? Daddy, you are not a finished product. God is still working on you. You may as well go ahead and live up to it. May as well go on and on up to it. There are some things you still don't know. There are some things, even after all of this time, that you're still learning. There are some things, go ahead and admit it, there are some things you've been daddy now for 30, 40 years, some things you still don't understand. What you have to do is say, Lord, I yield myself to you. Make me the father you would have me to be. Are y'all hearing me? You, you can't get so tough and you can't get so tight that he can't work with you. You got to give him something to work with and say, Lord, mold me and make me after thy will. Next thing is stay. Stay with the potter. Verse 4 says that the vessel had a flaw in it. I wonder if I got one dad in here that can identify with having a flaw. I wonder if I got one dad in here that can identify with having, having a flaw. The vessel had a flaw in it. it. Something was wrong with it. Fell short somewhere. Something was wrong with this vessel. But here is what I want to show you. And if you want to shout, here's a good place. It was flawed. It was messed up. But it never left the hand of the potter. I just said something right there. I, I say as messed up as, a, as it was, it never left the hand of the potter. Anybody want to praise God right now? Anybody want to bless the Lord right now? Uh, you can shout about the fact that with all of my flaws, <laughs> I'm still in the potter's hand. Sin and come short of the glory of God. But guess what? I'm still in the potter's hand. There's so much about me that still needs fixing, but guess what? I'm still in the potter's still in the potter's hand. And the reason I'm happy about that is because the potter had some options. He could have thrown that stuff away and got another piece, but he didn't do that. He kept that same piece. Kept molding it in his hand. Stay with the potter. That was my second point. Now my third point, my final point, please the potter. Please, please the potter. Please the potter. You may be criticized on every hand about your style of fatherhood. You may be criticized on every hand, but no matter how critical others are around you, you make sure that you please the potter. Your children may not understand. Your wife may think that you have lost your mind, but ultimately what you've got to do is please the potter. And that's all I want to leave with you today. That's all I want to leave with you. Every daddy in the house, I want you to yield to the potter. 
stay with the potter, but most of all, I want you to please the potter. And the reason why I need you to please the potter is because one day you're going to have to give an account. Are y'all hearing me? Or don't you think that you're just running through here? No, one day. One day you will give an account of what you've done with God's stuff. Are y'all hearing me? And when that day comes that you come to give an account. Can't speak for anybody but Richard Haynes, but I want to hear the potter say, well done. Oh, I'd love to have my children bragging about me. Are y'all hearing me? I, I love my, to hear my wife talking about how good I've done it. And all of that is wonderful, but the voice that I'm waiting to hear is to hear the potter say, well done. Are y'all hearing me? That's why I'm striving. That's why I keep trying to do what I do is because I want to hear his voice say, well done. So it's Father's Day, and I thank you for all the gifts. It's Father's Day, I thank you for the plaques and the cards. It's Father's Day, I thank you for all of the well wishes, but I want you to know uh, that it ain't over until I hear the master say, well done. So daddy, just make sure that you stay in the potter's hands. Are y'all hearing me? No matter what the world looks like is happening, no matter what's going on around you, uh, don't let anybody take you away from uh, the potter's hands because uh, these are, are powerful hands. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, these are the same hands uh, that molded uh, this earth. Yeah. These are the same hands. Uh, are y'all hearing me? Yeah. These are the same hands uh, that shaped up the mountains. Uh, and scooped out the rivers. These are the same hands that took a ball of clay one day and molded him a man. These are the same hands that gave sight to the blind. These are the same hands. Are y'all hearing me? The same hand that raised the dead. These are the same hands that healed the sick. These are the same hands that one day picked up my cross uh, and put it on his shoulder. Yeah, the same hand uh, that they stretch wide uh, and nail his hand uh, and he never said a word. Uh, these are the same hand uh, that died uh, on an Oregon cross. Uh, same hand uh, that laid there uh, all night Friday. Uh, same hand uh, that laid there all day Saturday yeah. but they're the same hand uh, are y'all hearing me uh, that took the sting from death yeah, and robbed the grave uh, of his victory uh, same hand uh, that got up uh, early Sunday morning uh, saying I got all power all power is in my hand yeah yeah yes stay with the pot please the pot kinds of books everybody's got an opinion you stay with the potter everybody now everybody now knows a little something about something but, but don't you be fooled stay on the wheel he's not through with you yet don't throw your hands up yet God is still working on you make up your mind that you're going to stay on 
that you're going to stay on the wheel. I'm going to do again this service, what I did this morning. I, I, I want the opportunity to pray with every father in this house. What I like, we're going to reverse order today. I want to do the altar call now, but first I want to call every father in this house to the front, if you would, if you'll just come to the altar. If you're a father, and you do know fatherhood ain't got nothing to do with biology. <laughs> yeah, if you got that instinct, if God has used you and is using you to steal lives and to steal young lives, I want you to move. Don't y'all tell me men don't come to church. <laughs> and I'll tell you, we, we had more than this here this morning. I wanted myself today have the opportunity just to lift fathers in prayer this is a strange world we're living in values have changed people's views have changed people have new ways of doing things they think but the word of God has never changed <laughs> it has never failed and I just believe that if God did it for those before you, he'll do the same thing for you right now. Now, I'm standing here right now, and I know I am. This is not hocus pocus. It's just, I just know people. Some of you have children that you've not spoken to, and they haven't spoken to you, and they really don't, have anything, don't want to have anything to do with you. They think. I want to free you. I want to free you today. I want to free you today to be the daddy. Be the one to make that call if you need to call. Find them. Find them. They're still yours. You, you've not been relieved of that responsibility. They, they may not know how to come to you, but you know how to get to them. You, you know what to do. Just, just pick up the phone today. And I know how we are. You ain't got to be mushy. You ain't got to be mushy. Just, just say to them what God said to you last night. Just say to them what God said to you. Show them what God showed you this morning. Every morning there are new mercies. Every morning. And if you can just show them new mercies. If you can just call them up and tell them I, I love you. Like God has told you that he loves you. I want to empower you today. I'm going to empower you today on the wheel. I'm going to empower you today to be the father that God has called you to be. And some of you got it going on. Your children are with you. They're loving and stuff like that. They think you're all of that in a bag of chips, and you are. But down on the inside, you have this uncertainty. You, you still wish that you were the man that they want you to be. You, you really wish that you were as strong as they think you are. I want you to know that God can fix that now. He, he can make you all that he would have you to be.
So now we come and we pray. This is altar call, and if there are others who desire prayer, just stand where you are as we pray with them. We'll pray with you. We just want to pray together. Let's praise God once again for all of these fathers, all of these right here. Let's praise God for them.